Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Kenny Perez. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Kenny Perez has been a DJ for over 30 years. He's also an assistant program director at 88.9. That's right. Um, representing Milwaukee in the best way possible, um, whether seeing him at a network event or alongside some heavyweights out of the south side of Milwaukee, uh, uh, people like Gego Inoni, yeah. Brown's Crew. There we go. Um, our first official show when we launched. Yeah, yeah, Brown's so, Crew. But definitely, the homies, man. Chris yeah. and Selas, man. Yeah. But, um, you know, I I finally reached out, and, and you uh, he agreed. And <laughs> off that. I appreciate that, man. Hey, we're here. And uh, without further ado. How you doing, Ken? Yeah, I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. You know, my first time meeting you was at the JMATS event uh, yeah. called Hashtag MKE. Yep. And, um, you know, just seeing the beautiful faces in the space, um, you know, there on North Avenue. And we were just hanging out and, uh, you know, talking with you. And I think yeah. you were going through a rebrand at that time. Yes, right indeed. Right at that time, going through a yeah. rebrand. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is beautiful, man. And mm -hmm. um, so I'm just grateful to be here. If you have any, you know. Yeah. You know. Any questions you want to ask me? And, you know. We're we, about to we, do that. We can, get a little, we can get a little salty. No, we're not going to do that. No, yeah, we're going to yeah, have some yeah. fun. It's all love. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Hey, no, you know, um, without, this platform is based off of talent like you. You know, um, I love Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I, I love everything it, it represents. Um, and like I said, the culture here is unlike any other place I visited. I visited a lot of places, but the culture here is just, it's different. Yeah. We have our own little thing. It is different, man. You yeah. know, I think um, uh, Milwaukee historically is um, talked about in a negative light in terms of like the the segregation that the city yeah. you know mm -hmm. holds, and people love to talk about it. And uh, but there are there are some definitely pockets of uh, of beauty in this city that uh, that I you know I love to embrace musically, not only yeah. through music, uh, through radio, and just uh, For sure. through engagement and networking like with you, man. So I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. So let's jump into it. Okay. Where were you born? <laughs> um, so, well, I'm Kenny Perez. My maiden, my government name is Kenneth Perez. Uh, there you uh, go. Born in uh, New York City. Uh, lived in Brooklyn for about four years. Uh, back in uh, 1976. Uh, I'm 47 <laughs> years old, yo. There we so go. I've been, here for, I've been here for a minute. We're going to get that out the way. How old is he? Uh, you just found out I was 47. That's right. right. You know, I, did, I didn't think it. We age it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you give me hope. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much, man. So, you know, born in New York City, uh, lived in Brooklyn until I was four. And then around 81, my pops and my mom uh, decided that New York City wasn't the place for me to be raised in. Mm -hmm. um, moved me to a little town called Norwalk, Connecticut. Oh, wow. uh, it was phew, small town. We lived in East Norwalk. And of course... You know, my folks are Boricua, so oh, you know, originally from the island. I'm first generation born here. Weapon. They thought like moving to Norwalk, Connecticut, you know, yeah. we're get away from the, you know, the sure. New York City Boricuas. And, um, but, you know, we, 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 found each, we found each other in <laughs> East Norwalk, you know. Um, and then, um, you know, lived there until I was 13. Mm -hmm. um, back in uh, 1989, came to Milwaukee. It's a long story. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you want to hear that story. Well, we're here but, for um, it. But the story is... Um, so I have family here in Milwaukee and back in 88, nine, 88, nine, 89. <laughs> Gosh, I'm thinking about radio. I just, <laughs> back in 1989, uh, you know, pops, uh, was getting into some things. We'll keep it at that. Yeah. And then, sure. uh, me, my mom and my brother at the time, um, you know, decided to come here to visit our tia. Yeah, yeah. And pops was getting into some, uh, some stuff back in, uh, back on the East coast. He decided that, uh, we were going to stay here. So, oh, wow. It was a two-week vacation turning turned into, uh, I don't know, 30-plus years. Yeah, okay. So uh, Milwaukee ended up being my home at the age of 13, and I've mm -hmm. been here ever since. Uh, love on the city so much. Uh, definitely, I, when I first came here, I wasn't a South Side kid. I was uh, on the North Side, 72nd mm -hmm. in Silver Spring. What's up? Get and it. I, I went to John Muir Middle School. Okay. Um, you know, and uh, but mom's... You know, moms gravitated to the South Side, wanted to be, you know, go to San Patricio, yep. uh, the church. And um, Catholic? You know, went to, yeah. Yeah, that's right. School, you know, went to uh, El Ciclo de Oración. So we were, you know, mm -hmm. uh, going to, you know, Saturday church, Sunday church. We used to be down by St. <laughs> Josephette's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, me and my family growing up, church, you know, 
falling asleep after yeah, 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 this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, yeah. moved to the south side and then uh, just been to the south side. You know, you know, a lot of my life, and that's where I found my music. You know, and there I know we're going to talk about music and and those kinds of things, which I love to talk yeah. about. How was your How was your childhood outside of the whole moving? Once you got to to Milwaukee, well, how was my childhood? Um, you know what? I had a good childhood. Yeah. You know, I think um, uh, one of the things that what taught me was that um, you know my mom and pops um, uh, first and foremost, you know, did everything for me. You know, in terms of like uh, making sure I had a roof over my head, yep. food on the table, those kinds of things. And when pops was kind of messing up in uh, back in '89, it was just me, my mom, my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, for a little bit, a little stint. We'll, yep. we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah. um, a little stint. Um, where, you know, we, you know, I had to be the, the oldest male at the, in the house, you know what I mean? Taking care of my brother my, while my mom's, mm-hmm. you know, makes, makes, uh, makes what she could, you know? For sure. And, um, but you know, pops, you know, eventually, uh, came to Milwaukee and it was, it was a good childhood, man. I, you know, I was like, um, I wasn't like coddled. I was, you know, I let to do whatever I want, hang out, those yep. kinds of things. But I really found music early, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wasn't like... And like I, you know, like I yeah. wasn't doing any, you know, I wasn't running with gangs, anything like that. Yeah. It was super cool, really chill. Just loved on music since I was a kid, man. Since since the East Coast, you know, growing yeah. up in, growing up on the East Coast. I've always said on the East Coast, they, their culture and, yeah. and just like with fashion, music, and the sure. way it entwines the ur- urbanism. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. It, that like. I've always been fascinated by it. I'm from the South Bronx. That's where I was born. Sure. Six months we moved. But out of all my siblings, I'm the one that traveled, always traveled yeah, yeah. back. Oh, School okay. breaks, everything. Yeah, yeah. And um, I really picked up on the way they dress, the way they carry themselves. It was just this yeah, yeah, type yeah. of style that, damn, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. A be- it was a beautiful thing. I, you know, you know, living in Norwalk, we can back up a little bit. Yeah. If you talk about my time in Norwalk growing up, um, you know, I was in, in, in Noah, Connecticut. You could do whatever you want. So, right, this is the getting away from New York City. Yep. You know, from from the you know, the 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 concrete jungle, as you would say. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it was rough. You know, and um, you know, they got me away, and I was in New York. Oh, I'm excuse me, I was in in Noah, Connecticut, and I could go anywhere for hours, man. Be gone, gone until evening. Yeah. And didn't have not a worry. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> It's just that type of safe neighborhood. <laughs> just, it, was, it was mad safe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, but we go every weekend to Abuelas. Yep. So my abuela and uh, my grandparents lived in uh, the Bronx River Projects. Um, and this yep. basically, I, I forget what documentary I was watching, but uh, Bronx River Projects is uh, uh, like part home of the Zulu Nation. Yep. You know, um, so you, you're talking about legends that come out of this, uh, this, oh, just this project housing. And I'm a you know I'm a little guy like following my theos around, yeah. you know, watching them as they you know as they wear the Lee jeans and the Pumas, yeah. the, you know, uh, the two tone Lees. Um, Congo, talking about Adidas, <laughs> you know, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the shell toes, yeah, shell toes. Or you talking? Um, so my uncles used to wear um, the jean jacket, and uh, basically they used to have a friend. I forget what floor it's on. Where they have acrylic drawings on the back, like just old school, man. Just grew up with that, like around hip hop, that's fire. Around house music and around, uh, you'd be surprised, man. I'm into like rock music too. Like. I was just about that. What was your choice <laughs> of music growing up? Everything, because I it was all around me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just mm-hmm. being on, just being out east, uh, music is just like getting started. Right? Isn't that hip hop? See, dance and that's what and, I mean. That's that's you know? like the beauty within the culture. And I was young, and I'm, I'm not saying that I was immersed in it, but yeah. it was around me. You know, so if, whether it was, you know, you know, abuelo, like um, doing pajranda during the, yeah. you know, during the holidays and, you know, having meals or going to Theo's house and him playing Hector Lao on the record player, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, I was around it all. And then when I came here, um, I don't know, it just, you know, it just picked up for me personally, um, you know, as a teenager. Yeah. And the rest was history when I came here. Yeah. You you, you mentioned some of your musical Influences your abuelo, yeah, yeah, your Theo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who 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 do you consider an influence that, along with your love for music, which you already it sounds mm-hmm. like you already knew you had, mm-hmm. um, that really influenced you into thinking about taking it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, thinking about doing this. Think about doing this. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think, like I said, being around my Theos musically, my uncle Angel specifically. And uh, he's actually here um, in Milwaukee, 
And my uncle Angel used to be like kind of the music cat. Yep. My tío Edwin, his brother, would play like 45s. He'd play like New Edition and Madonna. Yeah. But my tío Angel would uh, would show me the underground. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. the mixtape and you're talking about, you know, the 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 double cassette and so you know sure. i just got that influence from him musically and he used to listen to some stuff that I was like what is this like i mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be listening to this type stuff mm -hmm. uh i forget the i forget the artist but the song was called fly tetas okay so you can you. already imagine you got know you. the song is called fly tetas you know <laughs> so this is like i'm hearing this at the age of you know, 12, 11, 12 years old mm -hmm. on the boombox, listening to house music, listening to hip hop, uh, freestyle at the time um, out in the East Coast in the late 80s was hot, you know, yep. um, was real hot. And, uh, you know, those, so, you know, I can really attribute uh, my musical, uh, uh, musical uh, how background. Say, journey, yeah. background to, to mm -hmm. him. Um, and then after that, man, it was. It was, you know, when I got to Milwaukee, man, yeah. what really turned it around was a cat from Milwaukee that really got me going. So I got a chance to see uh, Funky Beat Marcos, his name. That was his DJ name. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, you know, I still uh, keep in touch with him. He's on the south side of Milwaukee. And uh, he did a, a church event, you know, at San Patricio. Yep. So we would go. I'd go with my mom. You know, they'll have Latin bands, yep. they'll have comida, and oh, right yeah, there man. in the parking lot. Penina, and, con bichuela, yeah, you know, all that, <laughs> all, totones, that, bro. all that, man. And then I, you know, I remember seeing uh, fun, uh, Funky Beat um, just DJing. Yeah. And it was a lot of Chicago house joints, you know, and mixed with some of the things that I heard coming out of the East Coast. And I was like, yeah, I that's what I want to do, you know? Because I've always dabbled. Like, I played with double cassettes and, yeah. you know, I've done some, like, you know, like uh, DJing with double cassettes at home, just real like basic stuff. But when I see him on vinyl, you know, yep. two turntables, mixer. That has know. to be some like, I, I was I, like, Oof, you know, I, I was born in 89. You brought up 89 a couple of times. I, <laughs> I was born in 89, but to be, to try and think to be a part of that era uh, where, mm -hmm. where, you know, Morenos, Puerto Ricans, you yeah. know, the whole our culture, especially coming off the the East sure. Coast, and just that Run DMC, uh, yeah. you, you know all these heavyweight Sugar Hill Gang, um, sure. you know you got all these heavyweights. Um, yeah, yeah. What type of what time what time would it be to be alive? You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. It was a great time to uh, to to get into that too because you know there wasn't like a million DJs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Um, Back in, wow, when I got here. I got here in 89. I met him around 90, 91. So that's when I started DJing. So I've been in, technically, I've been in the game, um, you know, 30 plus years. Yeah. Um, but just like meeting him and he was playing specifically, you know, like uh, freestyle and house music and some hip hop, right? Hip hop was like, you just didn't mix the two together as much. Yeah. Um, especially at those events, you know, especially because it's. Church event? Oh, for sure, for sure, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, 89, 90, you, you know, this the golden age, you know, the golden age yep. era is, is starting to begin. You're coming, you're, you're coming off the, you know, MWA and, yep. you know, and, and some gangster rap. You know, you're not you're not playing at a, a San Patricio. They're not no, gonna, you're not. They're not doing that. You're not playing after police. <laughs> we, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? Um, but it was a beautiful thing, man. Just like, and the great thing I loved about... Uh, him uh, funky b marcos was that he embraced me you yeah. know and that's like he he taught me that like you if you want to get into this game mm -hmm. follow what i do yeah. i'm not going to give you all the tools right yeah i'm gonna let you practice on my stuff i'm gonna show you a couple things and then you have to you have to take over from there i'm not gonna hold your hand yeah so i remember him and just him opening up his home you know in his basement you know he lived with his mom's Went to the basement and I practice. I walked to you know I walked to eleventh and man I know the eleventh and eleventh and mineral man you know what I mean we're oh, talking wow. yeah like I would walk from fourteenth and I lived on fourteenth and orchard walked to eleventh and mineral and then holy cow man yeah yeah so, I know exactly where that is <laughs> yeah yeah I went to South man I went to South <laughs> Division High School everything was right there and I would just go so and that's what I got involved yeah. in you know when you talk about involvement you know you can go different routes of involvement. And, uh, you know, he involved me in music mm -hmm. and that's all I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't worry. I didn't worry about the girls. I didn't worry about, I mean, I did sports and stuff in school, but I, I worried 
about music. Yeah. That was my thing. What type of you know now you you're in the now you're in the part of your journey where you know you know what what you love. Sure. Um what type of style DJ were you trying to be? <laughs> and ultimately what style DJ did you become? Wow. Um well this is the thing about about me in, in regards to my DJ style or music that I love. Mm. I grew up listening to everything. I grew up loving everything. So I talked a little bit about uh, mm-hmm. me liking rock music you know I was actually yeah. uh, it was a phase in my life right but it was an important phase in my life where it helped me understand about rock music I loved hair metal my favorite bands were like Def Leppard and Cinderella and Guns N' Roses and Skid oh, wow. Row like I was into that yeah. I collected posters uh, along along <laughs> al- alongside like you know uh, the Run DMC and for sure and, and all the things that were happening um, you know Cynthia and Lisa, Lisa, and Colt Jam. We're talking yeah. free. I mean, everything was just bridge, just to man. give an analogy. Like for <laughs> me, it was it was Slipknot, System of a Down, Corn. Yeah, System. There you go. Um, you know, like these are the rock bands Absolutely. I loved growing up. And then you know, alongside Pun, Nas, Jay. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you you know the greats, man. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. Awesome. It was yeah. a good time, and I loved doing. Um, you know, when I started DJing, some of the early like hip hop stuff. Um, was and like like common sense before it was common, you know, like some some Chicago stuff. Yeah. Um, but I loved on freestyle. Still, I was kind of stuck in freestyle a little bit, and then in, and then like I was starting to learn about like Chicago house and the importance mm-hmm. of uh, of house music. You know, yeah. Um, that's what I love. My house music is my main love. Um, but I'm an open open format cat. Yeah. So like, if you you know if you book me for whatever club gig festival. You can adapt. Um, I can adapt to any situation, yeah. and I think that's important for for DJs to understand that. You know what I mean? And it's okay to stay in your lane if you want to. If you want to be just an underground house head, if you want to just be a hip hop DJ, if you want to stay in the basement and never come out of it, yeah, that's on you. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. great. That's beautiful for you for your situation. But um, yeah, I love uh, you know I'm an open format cat. Um, I can hang with anybody. You know, in terms of DJing, in yeah. terms of uh, you know like uh, really like. Uh, uh, you, you know, playing out, yeah. you know, um, there all, there's also setbacks with that too. You know what I mean? And I, and I say that, um, you know, in regards to being an open format DJ, sometimes you don't get respected in those, in those sections of For music, sure. you know, no, yep. no, nah, nah, you're not a hip hop DJ. Like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't do that. You know, Oh no, no, you know, you, you do mo- too much hip hop. You can't really do house, you know, that kind of thing. So, but um, I love it, man. I love it so much. And yeah, I've been doing it for years. That's awesome. Do you remember your first gig as a DJ? <laughs> yeah. You really want to talk about this? Yes, indeed. What were I, what I yeah, I want to know what it was. It was a bad situation, baby. And what were the emotions? <laughs> so we're gonna find that all out. <laughs> it was a bad situation, man. Um wow, my first ge- a DJ gig was with Funky Beat Marcos, man. We were doing a party. I feel like it was I'm not sure if it was a graduation party or something. It was on I think 35th and Le- it was at the um Burnham Bowl. Wow. Burnham Bowl. That's wow. on, th- th- I think, yep. 35th and Burnham. Around yep. there. 30-something yep. in Burnham, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> we had an event. Um, uh, I forget it was. I forget what it was. But it was a grad, like a graduation event. Anyways, long story short, I'm DJing. <laughs> I'm DJing. This is my first gig, right? I got the homies from South. Um, I had my, uh, who was my wife at the time, Um go to this event no she wasn't there it was it was a it was a year before her but uh anyways the homies family was there gente was there you know just cheering me on and having a good time and that and that year you know um i didn't you know really experience a gang uh anything yeah like i experienced in that just that show you know because i avoided it a lot you know what i mean i just did was not involved with it man just just never um but uh, I remember, man, I'm DJing, I'm playing, I got my set together. It's literally like, like Marcos gave me 30 minutes, bro. You know what I mean? Like I, 30 minutes to rock this set oh, for, for the 50 to 75 people. It wasn't even packed. And then something pops off, right? So we have, oh, yes, wow. exactly. I got my parents there. I got my mom, my tios there and, and you know, friends and family and, and just people from, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that were invited. Big fight breaks out. Bow, bow, bow. And you, all you see, you know, no gunshots. Yeah, no, 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 no gunshots. No, but, a lot of yeah. fists. A lot of fists yeah. <laughs> uh, you know? And um, I remember uh, vividly that my pops and my uncle 
uh, and then some of my homies literally stopped it from like coming to me. Right. Because, wow. you know, you see a DJ, you see equipment, you want to just mess. You, yep. you just want to break things, man. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so man. they stopped it from from you know, anything happening. Yeah. I'd cry. <laughs> um, that was a really bad experience. My first experience was like it, it, it could break. <coughs> it could break anyone. Right. Yeah. It could break you, man. When you when you get into those situations where they're discouraging and you want, you know, you want to you want to play music, you want to uh, music is to uplift you. Right. Yeah. Or to uh, make you feel something. And uh, I wasn't playing anything that would make you feel negative. It was just a negative situation that was happening. And, you know, it, it didn't break me, though. You know what I mean? So I kept going and I kept well, doing the, free parties. It was a free party. Yeah. We didn't get paid back in those days. man. <laughs> <laughs> Marcos get a couple bucks and I get to, you know, yeah. I get to practice and have this, have this. Yeah. You know, and uh, what an yeah. icebreaker. Oh, my God. That turned into jawbreakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad, man. It's bad. Oh, man. The man. kid was the kid was not good after that. Uh, and then, you know, obviously the party got. It gets shut down. Oh, you know? for sure, immediately. <laughs> Everybody out type situation. Adios, my people. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that yeah. was my first situation. Yeah, wow. definitely DJ. Walk me through your uh, creative process. You wow, know? creative process. When you're, uh. you're putting the, the music together. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it depends on the situation. So like, for example, like if I'm going to do an event, I'm going to do an event this week. Uh, we won't talk about it because it, uh, this will obviously air later. Yep. Mm -hmm. But when I when I'm thinking about event an event, um, if they ask you, if they say, "Hey, you represent like the reggaeton community uh, in this way," you know, we want to showcase that for sure. So I'm thinking about if you give me an hour, I'm thinking about the hits. I'm thinking about the mm -hmm. classics. I'm thinking about how I can, you know, blend the, the songs together mm -hmm. and, you know, give people a good time. That's what I'm thinking about in, in, in terms of the process, um, you know, uh, and practicing, you know, you practice a set. You yeah. always practice. You always got to practice. I don't practice enough. I think earlier in my career, I practiced everything. Every set was like strategic and those kinds of things. I think since I've been like gotten older. Yeah, you know, practice is, is far and few between because mm -hmm. my performance is, is my practice, kind of. For sure. Uh, but yeah, just putting things together, man, depending on the situation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could be, if I'm if I'm playing Lucid Light Lounge, um, you know, a few years ago, I'm making sure that I uh, got the songs that the ladies are ready for, a couple, couple tracks for the guys. Yeah, yeah. But not too many. For <laughs> <You> sure. <know? laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just having a good time. Um, other than that, yeah, man. There's no real, th that's the process you should be going through when you're thinking about a set and yeah. thinking about adapting, right? Because you have to, in situations, you have to switch it up. I was just about, about to ask that. Have you ever walked into a room where you have this all s set out to be what it's being? Sure. And then you get in the room and you're assessing the crowd, you're reading mm -hmm. the room, yeah. and you come to the conclusion, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's going to hit, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and had to switch up in that yeah. moment. Yeah, no. Yeah, you have to, and you have to be, mm -hmm. you have to be ready. That's the only thing. That's the thing I, you know, that I like to to preach to anybody who's who wants to be a DJ, like in the clubs for the festivals, or for you know, even even the wedding DJ. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to be ready for somebody to to you know want to switch it up, or you got to be switching it up if if your yeah. crowd is not responding. Um, so yeah, that's why I pride myself on being an open format DJ because I can jump from genre, uh, jump between genre. Um, and then we can, we can, you know, if we need to focus on one genre, I can do that as well. I think that's important. So how do you keep the seamless transitions, like to keep up the energy of the room when you see it, like basically powering yeah, down? I, I think one of the things you have to, especially as a DJ, if you're doing a four hour set, yep. for instance, you know, some of us, um, out here, even DJs today have a residency where they're DJing four hours. Yeah. Um, and when I was doing residencies, um, a few years ago, um, you know, I would definitely just like, uh, just make sure you have a good buildup, you know, to those peak times. I mean, that's base is super simple, right? Mm -hmm. Don't rock all your hardest tracks in the beginning, in the beginning. <laughs> just save all the good stuff for, for the peak times. And there's, you know, there's, uh, there's like ebbs and flows, there's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like you just have to, you have to, uh, feed off, feed off the crowd and just be, be aware. I think that's the thing. And in terms of transitioning, I, uh, you know, like literal transition from song to song, um, you know, those are the things that come with practice. Um, you know, and some, some people are really good at like um, 
um, hyping the crowd or getting on the mic, those kinds yeah. of things. I'm not a mic dude, so I won't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get on the, you know, I don't jump in on every song kind of thing. Um, uh, I'm not, I'm a put your hands up maybe once or twice yeah. in the night. Kind of thing. <laughs> you know, I'm keeping my shirt on. We're not doing that, man. You know, I'm too old for yeah. me taking off my shirt. <laughs> I saw you at Summerfest. I knew you didn't. Not taking off my shirt. No, though. not at all. <laughs> no, but I, I knew you didn't see me and I was there with my wife and, Man, you're getting it. You had yeah, like, yeah. man, mm-hmm. just the crowd alone. I'm just looking like, yeah, damn, it's dude. a good time, man. So it Summer seems like you, you were up there, just you had your hand out like this, and you you were doing something with the board, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I love the the festival. You know, atmosphere is is nothing else like the festival atmosphere. Yeah, um, especially when you have you know a decent crowd, when mm-hmm. it's nice and it's a good time, and it's when it's when it's time to rock. Um, it's such a good time, man, and I I love doing it. I've been doing it at Summerfest for quite some time. Yeah. You know, just built a relationship with with Summerfest for them to continue to have me is is uh, is a blessing. And just to see the young DJs mm-hmm. out here like um, that are rocking, man. Yeah, there was a lot of new new talent new at talent, Summerfest yeah. this year. I saw it all up and down my you know yeah. me. I I, I I try to follow yeah, you know yeah. the, what what's going on within the city and. Just a lot of people getting their first shot, and yeah, it was beautiful to see. It's beautiful, man. You know, it's beautiful. I, I think one of the things that uh, they did this year was allow like uh, a, a main stage to um, uh, locals for locals to yeah. to rock. You know what I mean? And I think that was a beautiful thing. You saw like the you saw um, uh, Lucky Seven group. They had a stage. You had Mondo had a stage. Uh, New York had a stage. Um, Sad Boy Saturdays. Yep. You had even a, a club that had a stage. So, oh, wow. yeah. you, you know, like, and they did their thing, and it was the, a beautiful. It was a. Yeah. It was a. It was a, a night dedicated to to women. Um, so it was like you know it was a good thing. It was beautiful to see regulars, you know, that have done it, and yeah. you see the just the, the the young cats that are like okay, and yeah. these new DJs that are that are working, and I res- I respect them so much. I just love what they're doing. They're bringing, you know, they're bringing different energy. You know what I mean? They're yeah. bringing different ways of like how to like engage the crowd. You know what I mean? For so sure. I'm a very traditional, like I'm behind the booth. I'm a rock. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let the music work. You know yeah. what I mean? That kind of thing. And talk when you have like uh, a cat like Mondo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw like Mondo a Mondo show. So no, he's no, basically I, yeah. like he has you know uh, a performance, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you have people dancing and he's engaging the crowd. He has theme nights and you know those kinds of things. It's very different from the yeah. traditional. Um, so I, yeah, I love all that stuff, man. I just just uh, it's it's amazing. It's the interaction for me, mm-hmm. you know, especially when I'm out with my wife. Um, you know, it's. It's wanting, you know, it's a it's a fun night. I love dancing. You know, obviously mm-hmm. us being Puerto Rican, it's, yeah. it, that rhythm is within us, Absolutely. you know. So it's, for me, when I go out, I'm usually, I'm I'm in it. Like, mm-hmm. I hear music and I'm just like, my, my wife, I love you. <laughs> she ain't got the rhythm like, <laughs> but hey, that's why you let the man lead. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's always a, a good time, you yeah, know, yeah. listening to music. But that's the type of music I want to listen to where I know the person spinning mm-hmm. is feeling it as much as i'm feeling sure, it you sure. know it just brings out this different type of energy yeah but um how do you um is there any methods you use to stay on top of the newest tunes coming out sure um yeah man. yeah i think um <clears throat> yeah times have changed you know like I, like i said you know i'm not the youngest cat out here djing but i think um from my earlier days when i started um the tastemakers were on the radio you know, um, especially for somebody my age, because I couldn't go to any like venues or anything like that. Yeah. So it was on the radio. Radio was everything to me. Everything. You know, you're talking about um, New York radio with uh, you had a uh, mall, you had, uh, Kenny Dope, uh, Little Louis Vega. You had Glenn Frischer. Wow, I can't believe I remember these names. He's let's- but like we're talking. <laughs> Bam, man. So like I mean. You know, but listening to them on the radio and then coming to Chicago mm-hmm. uh, or coming to the Midwest and understanding that 90 miles south was, uh, you know, the, the birthplace of house music and listening to um, B96 at the time. I came here late, uh, mid 89. 
So it was B96 for me. It wasn't uh, BMX, but uh, some people talk about BMX, um, mm -hmm. which is the older radio station that was really rocking yeah. um, house music. But B96 for me, and listen to like Julian Jumpin' Perez, uh, like Bad Boy Bill, um, Brian Middleton, Tim Spin and Shomer, who was like showed me that freestyle, blended freestyle is like, whoa, super amazing. And uh, I think I think personally, you know, being from the East Coast, um, uh, Chicago DJs are my favorite DJs in the world. I think personally, yeah. just uh, they are some of the best DJs in the world. They bridge like um, they bridge like house music and hip hop so well. Um, and I'm a blend DJ, right? So I like to blend. Um, and just learning from that, I think, was great. And then you know, you had to like listen to them. F try to figure out what records they were playing. Yeah. Right. So I was in Milwaukee. We had a, uh, you know, we had some cats in Milwaukee. Fresh G. Yeah. I don't know if you know Fresh G. Mike Love. Yeah. Um, uh, back then, and I was listening to Fresh G um, on WLUM. Um, that's before 1021 is, all, you know, obviously yeah. what it is today. But before that, it was, phew, wow. What was it called? Um, Hot 102? Yeah. No, was it Hot 102? I forget. But, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I had mixtapes. That, that's yeah. how I got my music. I got a question. Did yeah. you uh, what? Did you go by any other aliases before you became <laughs> Kenny Perez? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, man. Um, so my first alias was I wanted to go with Hurricane. It was the dumbest idea at the time because i think there was another dj hurricane back then so we were like okay we're not doing that um, yeah and then um kenny kicking perez so I, I mentioned the name julian jumping perez yeah i heard that yeah so i obviously i gravitated to the last name he was one of my favorites mm -hmm. to listen to um, he's like a politician now he's just retired from b96 or uh, from radio wow and um, I, you know, I want to like he had my last name, so I want to be like that. Yeah, you know, I want to like represent that. And you know, um, being a Latino, and you know, um, so Kenny Kick and Perez, um, you can still find that in my my old email that I still use. <laughs> um, and then I think in um, in college, I think after college, you know, after my college radio, show, I did a college radio show at Whitewater, and we can talk about whatever you want to yeah. talk about, but. Um, I decided, like, when I was in the clubs, when I was coming to the clubs and playing in the clubs here in Milwaukee, I just wanted to just use my name. Yeah. Nothing, no th rhyme or reason. Just like, let's just let's keep it simple. I'm with you. Put a DJ in front of it, and yata. I, 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 I did music. I had a stand mm -hmm. with music. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtue was the first one. Okay. Um, what was another one? You were a performer or DJ? Performer. Okay. Performer all day. I could sing country. Really? I can write music. Nice. Yeah, so okay. I had my stint. My stint, I would say it was 2016. I, like, released four or five tracks. Okay. Um, a friend I went to high school with, uh, he he produced them all, but okay. um, he took a shot on me, and yeah. I was really able to just get out my music. It's on SoundCloud. Oh, well, can we find it? Can you can find like, it can on find SoundCloud. It? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, Virtue, and then it eventually became Hybrid. Mm. Hybrid because I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. I can sing country. Okay. I'm okay with the Spanish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. But, same, same. I'm not uh, fluent yeah. at all. So it's, um, yeah, man. You know, you try to fill yourself out growing up, and mm -hmm. it, it just, you know, you try to you try to work it to the best you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um. So you enjoy yeah. country music? Oh, I love I love country music. Okay, I've always been okay. So if you ask me the question Jay Z or Nas, I'm gonna go with Nas. Mm -hmm. And why? You know, most people say you're out your mind. Yes, mm -hmm. Jay Z makes hits. Yes, Jay Z's great at you know projecting this type of culture that entices everyone. Sure. But Nas is a, a lyricist, mm. and and one of the biggest things with country and then people or rappers like Nas is they really focus into but they're, the lyricism they're using mm. and the message behind the music. And sure. if you go on SoundCloud and you type in my name and you listen to the songs that I did, you'll come to see that that influence is there because okay. all my all the songs I, I wrote have meaning behind them. Sure. They just aren't wrote to go with the culture of I got this, I got that. Sure. I'm more true to myself. So Absolutely. 
country is okay. is a is a definitely Garth Brooks, you name it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. Tim McGraw. <laughs> hey man, country is having a uh I mean it's always been a, a, a great you know, a popular thing, but right now, yeah, country's having a, a definite definite moment right now. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And especially with our city. We got a couple fellas coming out, yeah, man. Um, that's right. I just interviewed uh Richie Allen. Richie Allen, uh, Richie, Richie Allen. Allen. I won't say his government last name, but Richie Allen. <laughs> yeah. You know who Richie Allen is, right? I, I uh, well, the, I know the the one I interviewed, but no, I don't. Richie Allen um, has a big part of Gagliano's uh, first album. Oh no, no, that yeah, he's the producer. He, yeah. yeah, oh for sure. That's and, Rizzy B, man. Rizzy That's B, Rizzy yeah, B. the production. <laughs> I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, yeah. God. Oh no, he let me so talented. He let me know right away when he was like, I I, I see you're out here. Um, and I was asking him questions here and there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so what do you do? You know, like, and he's like, well, I work with Gago and Noni. And then just. And he sings country. And he sings country. And I'm just like, man, you, you're you all over the board. Talented, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love what he's doing right now. He just came out with his first music video that was yeah, yeah, yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. Whoever did the visuals on that. He's working. Yeah. That's um, for sure. But it, it, it's a good thing. Like, especially coming out of Milwaukee, you don't really hear any country like right, that right. because right. technically we're the we're the city but for mm-hmm. him you know what i mean it's just like he got something to him and even his his boy riff oh my god like yeah, yeah. i love nice. love the voices so yeah, yeah. i'm definitely rooting for them but, yeah yeah for sure um all right well you're the assistant program, program director, director yeah. at 88.9 yeah i'm the assistant program director at 88.9 i didn't start you know you don't just start like yeah that. no no <laughs> let me know how you got your foot in the door oh my gosh uh you know what you know djing for many years got my foot into a lot of doors you know whether it's in you know um whether it's in radio whether it's in uh in education um because mm-hmm. i was actually a a teacher at La Causa for four years. Bro, I, was, I was a computer teacher. I went to La Causa. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What year? <laughs> 95, 94. <laughs> okay, you went to La Causa Young. <laughs> yeah, the one on Greenfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I was there, baby no, no. kid. <laughs> no, I was a computer teacher. Um, I think it was around 2000. I want to say 04 to 08. Okay, gotcha. Um, I was a computer teacher. Uh, what got me in the door was a friend. He said, hey, you know how to work computers and stuff? I was like, yeah, bro, you know, I, of course. <laughs> and then um, they were like, you know, looking for like a computer teacher to run yeah. run a specialty specialty classrooms from K through eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Damn. I, and I have a comm degree from Whitewater. And We're going to talk about Whitewater <laughs> after this. <laughs> you, know, you know, like I have a comm degree from Whitewater and, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know nothing about Kids like that. I mm-hmm. had my own kid, you know, and we can talk about that as well. Um, I was a father, you know what I mean? So I knew For that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting a job at La Causa. It was like a quick hire, like literally, cool, you know this? You think you can do this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah, let's You're go. In. I need the money. <laughs> yeah. I need to, you know, put you know, put food on the table. And uh it was beautiful, it was beautiful, man. I loved I loved working in La Causa for four years. I was a computer teacher before Mr. Carasquillo. I think Carasquillo is still there now. Shout out to Carasquillo. There we go. Um, but <laughs> got you, Carasquillo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, definitely, you know, I was teaching K through eight, man. Mm-hmm. It was it was K through seven at the time. I think they're K through eight now. But um, yeah, you know, and the kids would come. Good times. I would do Sesame Street, teach them keyboard lessons, and you know, any software that we would utilize for four years. And then, you know what? Abruptly, I had to be let go on the on the uh, on the eve of uh, our marriage. <laughs> they let me go. Like I said, you uh, bogus. <laughs> you bogus. No, but they had to. They had to though. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, because I wasn't like literally I wasn't. It was know, going not, through the recession. I, I wasn't a skilled teacher. I wasn't a skilled yeah. teacher. I didn't go to school for education or anything like that. Well, you're saying two thousand eight, that's a real, I wasn't an emergency yeah. license too. Mm-hmm. So basically in order to 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 do what I was doing, um, I had to enroll in some uh, uh some grad courses at Mount yeah. Mary continue education kind of thing and yep. i you know i just didn't i didn't want to mm-hmm. continue it you know what i mean i just and so they had to you know it was either continue that or or make a decision and you know they made yeah. the decision which is which is fine you know what i mean my wife sure. is, my wife is great um and you know dj for two years and then i got back in the uh, administration work with um hope christian schools so yeah i was at hope oh. christian schools as a dean of students so um uh, yeah that was uh 
that was an interesting time. Um, met a lot of great families, friends. One of my good friends I'm still with today. Um, and one of them lives in the neighborhood, actually. And then yeah. in Washington Heights with me. So, um, yeah. So, but uh, This yeah. all led to... Radio, man. 88.9. Yeah. yeah, man. So what happened, uh, how I got into 88.9 um, was really interesting because I was... Um, already submitting uh, mixes to 88.9. So my friend yep. Jordan Lee, who was a program director back then, Jordan Lee was had a show called uh, Saturday Sessions. And the Saturday Sessions, he would in, invite local DJs to rock. Yeah. You know, not play live, but like submit mixes. And I was like, yeah, let's do it, you know? So my first mix was a Halloween mix for okay. in 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah, in 2010, I submitted a, a Halloween mix. And then I continued to submit mixes and... Fast forward, you know, six years ago, I've been there six years. Um, he got promoted actually to program director. He wasn't program director then. When he got promoted, I, for some reason, my gut feel, I had a gut feeling, man. It was weird. Yeah. It, I don't know if it was on social media where I saw that he was being promoted or I heard he was being promoted. I, at the moment I found out, I reached out to him, messaged him. I says, hey, you're program director now. You're not going to be messing with the Saturday show no more, are you? Like... Mm -hmm. What's going to happen with that? Let me get it. <laughs> dead ass. Yeah. That's dead ass what I said to him. Yeah. I'll do that. Because, yeah. you know, I've done radio. For sure, man. I, I, I'll do that. And let me take the show on. And he says, well, wait, wait, wait. He says, how about you do that? And then you get on the air, too, as, you know, for a few hours before the show. I said, like, oh, on air stuff. Wow. I haven't done on air since college. Yeah. <clears throat> so I took it on. You know what I mean? I was like, I did it for a few months. I, you know, the school year was coming to a close. We were talking and talking and we we're like, I need to do this full time. I need to yeah. be here full time. Y'all need me kind of sure. thing. It wasn't mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so grateful to be there. But at the time I was like, y'all need me. I could do this. You know what I mean? I could edit. Yeah. I, I know, I, you know, I know how to edit. I know how to edit audio. I can do, I can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure, man. Um, it's that belief. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. you know, you know, obviously podcasting, yep. um, you know, what we're doing here. Podcasting right started here. to like, you know. Take off. Take form. Mm -hmm. um, and then I became the, uh, I became the, uh, uh, you know, the production manager. So there I was doing go. imaging. I was doing the podcast editing. You know, so all the promos and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um you know, do voiceover. Um, and yeah, man. <laughs> like Kenny Perez. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so doing that. What's the then, origins like? So you say Whitewater is where this, yeah. this journey began White with radio? Whitewater is where the journey began in radio for sure. Um, you know, back in 94 when we graduated, I graduated from South Division High School, South, you know, shout out to South. Yep. Uh, got a chance to do a, a gig with Gego Inoni. Um, Wow, a few months ago at South, it was surreal being in the building. I lived on 16th and Greenfield. On oh yeah, 94. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right there at 19th and Orchard, man. Yeah, right there. Right there, there yep. between. Yeah, I was right team 14th and Orchard, and then between 14th and Lapham <laughs> Orchard, bro. We didn't move too far. Like it was like literally five houses away. We moved. That's there we, you go. That's what we did. Right, we just moved to the house a block away. Anyways, yeah. um, so yeah, when I got to Whitewater in '94, um. You know, uh, I got a I got a chance to listen to some of the radio, the college radio station there, and mm -hmm. over there it's WSUW, um, ninety one seven. So kind of like yeah. WMSC here. Yep. Over there is WSUW, and um, you know what? I connected with um, some some great people that my wife was uh, uh, connected with. They helped me write a um, kind of a proposal for mm -hmm. the uh, music uh, the, for the program director for the ED yeah. uh, that was at the radio station there, and. Man, I got a show and I called it Project X. <laughs> My boy. You subliminally didn't even know you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I called it Project X. Um, it was a two-hour mix show with me and some homies. And uh, we basically DJed live on the air. What Throw that X today. up, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Project X. It was based off of a film called Project X. Yeah, no, yes. I remember that Old movie. School. It was about you know, the monkeys and yep. flying planes into space. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't ask. I don't, I don't know oh, what I was thinking. Man. We might have to do the cover of Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, uh, yeah, I'll get you some pictures too. I got some, oh my yeah. God, with my pelo and stuff. Yo, I had, I had hair. <laughs> I had hair back in the day. Um, um, but yeah, so that's, that's how my love for um radio started yeah i've already been in love with music mind you you know what i mean 
Now you add radio to the mix. Forget it, man. I, 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 I literally, I wanted to be on B96. I wanted to be on radio in Chicago. Okay. You know, I wanted to do that. Wow. You know what I mean? And it didn't happen for many years. You know what I mean? And now, like six years ago, just getting this opportunity with Jordan mm-hmm. and with, um, with 88.9, uh, was just like surreal, and now yeah. I'm the pro, you know, now I'm the assistant program director. I'm also the afternoon drive host too. I didn't mention that, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, two to six, um, you know, just rocking on the airwaves and still doing the mix show. It's called In the Mix, yeah, uh, on eighty-eight nine. Full time, bro, man. Full time now, man. Man, Get, getting getting that radio money. <laughs> <laughs> How would you say? <laughs> I love you guys. He got it applaud. It's the radio money for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would uh, you say your lifestyle as a DJ compared to radio now? Is- oh man, uh, the lifestyle from DJ to radio. Mm-hmm. Um, well, radio, there's a lot of a lot of responsibility. So when you're a DJ, like you're just DJing, you're not on the radio. You don't have a lot. Rel- uh, you have a responsibility to yourself and to mm. your brand as a DJ, but um, radio is a whole different ball game. So I can't be on my social medias talking crazy. Yeah. I can't, you know, be disrespectful. You know, even when you, even though you feel like you need to come out of pocket, you can't come out of pocket. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So there's d- big difference. You know, and it's also um, you have you owe yourself to, uh, you know, when you're in radio uh, to network. Yeah. Like you can't be in radio and not network and not do nothing. I, <laughs> you a, can be a DJ yeah. and not ever play play a a festival or play a club or mm. play quince or play a wedding. You can literally just DJ to yourself. Yeah. But when you're in radio, yeah, there's a whole there's different audience. ball game. Yeah. This is you know my responsibility is to the hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. that potentially are listening. If you're thinking digital, the millions of folks that could be listening out there, yeah. you don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a definite, there's a responsibility that people don't realize. You know, the people that think they can do what they want, you, you can't do what you want on no. radio. You, you know, know. I, I've appreciated it because in this, these past months, um, you know, it's been uh, radio hosts, you, um, DZ. That's uh, right. Ali Faith, Reggie, Promise. Legends. GA. You know what I mean? It's it's Legends. Yeah, man. They're they're so embedded into the community and mm-hmm. the sound of what makes our music out here. Yeah, and, yeah. And the one thing I've appreciated is they've been open to the idea of, you know what, let's let's represent our city. Sure. And you know, a lot of them they've come from outside yeah, and yeah. inside and they've grown a, a love for the city. So yeah. I for me, um, you know, it's it's a newfound respect. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just asking people in general just to come share their stories, mm-hmm. it's, it's an appreciation. Yeah. So, you know, what would you like to leave as far as a legacy when mm. it's it's all time set in stone, hanging up the headphones? We'll say. Sure. Wow. Um, you know what? At at my age right now, you know, there's sometimes that. Um, <clears throat> Those those moments, um, they they creep in. You know, like, well, how long can I do this? Like, yeah. how how long do I want to do this? Um, and I don't really think about. I don't harp on those situations. Yeah. Um, but I know one day it it's gonna have to it's gonna have to stop. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know in the next twenty years or so for me. Yeah. Because um, I, I feel like I'm just getting started, especially with radio. Radio has given me has reinvigorated mm-hmm. um, just who I am. Um, you know, as a DJ, as a, as a human, you know what I mean? I think, uh, one of the things with radio is that I love to give back. I want to like support the community, uh, the musicians, the, mm-hmm. the tons of musicians out here, the DJs that are, you know, that want to get on, need to get put on, yeah. uh, need to need exposure. You know what I mean? Definitely. Sometimes you don't get that in the city. You know yeah. what I mean? In regards to my legacy, um, I just want to be known as someone who gave back, yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody who gave back and who who gave it uh, uh, gave it one hundred all the time. You know For what sure. I mean? Uh, and I don't think I'll be sit, you know sitting here or doing radio if I didn't give it one hundred. Yeah, that's that's bottom line. Definitely, you just have to you have to give it one hundred. And that, that's if if there's any like advice to anybody out there, like if you're you know if you're a DJ man, just be patient, uh, network, be real, stay humble. You know what I mean? Um, and I think 
you know, your legacy, your legacy will take care of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, well, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Your legacy will take care of yourself, you know. Um, there's a young company out here that's called Unfinished Legacy, and I love that model because, you know, you're always working, you know, you're always working uh, not with the legacy in mind. It's just legacy happens because you're putting in the work yeah. ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just put in the work, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, I, when I'm six feet in the ground, then you then I think of, then y'all could think about my legacy. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> right now, we we, we got to keep working. You know what I mean. We got to keep working. We gotta we gotta set. Uh, um, we gotta you know inspire some of the young folks who have told me like, "Yo, you've been in the game for a minute." You know what I mean. And when I see cats like Reggie Smooth, and I see mm-hmm. Ali Faith, and you know, and I see even like like Mike Love, I even see um, Don Black. You know, yeah. those cats like that's like. That's in. That's great. Yeah. You know, that's great. You that's know, what you, you want to do. You seem like you've had an exciting career as, <laughs> as far outside of looking in. What are highlights of the oh. of the career you've had that stand out for you? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> my gosh. Um, I mean, there's a couple highlights. I think one of the things right now. Um, well, let's let's talk about DJing. You know, in terms of yeah. DJ highlights, you know, my biggest highlight. Um, it was really a dream situation. Came late in my career. Um, was the Diplo set that uh, Summerfest had booked me for? So I that's had, awesome. Yeah, I had direct support for Diplo for when they opened up the um, um, uh, the new stage. Yeah. Um, at Summerfest a couple of years ago, and they said, "Hey, do you want to DJ open up for Diplo?" And I'm thinking, I'm getting the early set. Yeah. I'm getting the early set. Ain't nobody gonna be there. Blah blah blah. Right. So they said, no, you're going to direct support. So when you get off the stage, Diplo is coming on. <laughs> wow. And I was like, oh, okay. This is like what I've like envisioned when I, when I you know, and, and not necessarily opening up for Diplo I envisioned, yeah. but just opening up for and playing to a crowd that I know is going to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so they opened the gates. I remember uh, there was an artist called Ian Ewing who was super dope, uh, super dope drummer. Uh, I think he moved away. He's not in Milwaukee anymore, but super dope. Um, he opened up, and you see the people come. And yeah. then I'm getting ready to get on, and people just start flowing in. And I was like, oh, wow. There's like, okay, there's about a few thousand people here. For sure. And I've, mind you, I've done Summerfest already, right? Yeah, I've yeah. opened up for The Roots. I have over, you know, I've played for uh, you know several artists in the city, mm-hmm. um, you know, local and you know national, international artists. Done that, but it was more like the breaks. I wasn't like opening for them. So when I was center stage, you know, and I see like the whole crowd, I'm like, oh man, I'm about to get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm about to, you know. There and there's we go. Some, there's some like you can see some clips of that. Uh, on my social media where people are just going crazy and my wife's on stage and my daughter and my brother-in-law everybody's on stage like this was the whoa moment. this yeah. was the moment <laughs> you know so moment. that was you know opening for diplo was definitely the highlight um there's also other highlights in djing i just opened up for diggable planets in cypress hill which is really cool to be on stage with them Good old cypress. that was yeah that was crazy God. i was like whoa this is great um yeah, and you know, Pride Fest is always going to be my favorite moment. Yeah, um, and I've been allowed to play Pride Fest for the last two years, and I'm just—that's awesome. It's it's, it's 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 probably the most fun I've had behind. Yeah, a setup. Well, that video, that video that you put Not out, playing, bro. It seemed like about, everybody was getting about, it. I love the energy. Just watching the, the energy. energy. <laughs> it's, it's it's the right. It's the right mood. Um, it's just uh, a vibe and it's a lot of love and they love on house mm-hmm. music. You know, the, the community is, you know, just the, the being embraced by the community has been, uh, just been a blessing and, and music you know, will always be the universal language of love, Yeah, man. man. I, it brings the, us all together, man. Yeah. I don't know if there, was there like a, another part to that? that no, no, no. You were, you, you were just saying through, um, DJing and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, highlights and moments, yeah, you didn't yeah. get to radio. But you're in radio. DJing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for radio, you know, I think the biggest thing, uh, um, and radio will always be a highlight. I love being on the air every day uh, for people trying to, you know, trying to bring them some fresh new, uh, like, indie rock, pop, yeah. uh, world sounds. Sometimes I like to infuse and throw, drop a little reggaeton in there, you know? For sure. Um, and then, you know, my biggest, uh, one of my biggest um, highlights these past couple years has been working with Gego Inoni. So I'm Gego Inoni's 
you know, I'm their DJ. I'm one of their yep. DJs. Breezy is the other DJ. Yeah. Um, that we, um, and then, and, you know, obviously, uh, uh when I met, you know, uh, the guys, uh, shout out to Lupita and DJ Flex, mm-hmm. uh, who were working with Gay Guinoni at the time, um, or, you know, early in their, Curious, uh, a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. Not even early in their career. They've oh, been, yeah. they've been doing their thing, I guess, uh, wow, I think the, the 20, 2010s when they were in high school. Oh, wow. But now that they've matured and like created this project, and I wasn't even a part of that project. It yeah. was like, I just, I, I love the whole vibe, bro. It, it's it just, like, it, the, the music, I, I just checked them out. Uh, they did yeah, a little yeah. pop up and it was, it was very mm-hmm. private, intimate, mm-hmm. and it, I, you know what I mean? Do you remember where that was? Ah, man, it's right off the highway. It's You're not talking North about the art side. gallery. The art gallery. Oh, you went to that art so gallery. So I went to the art. It's called the Five Points. Five Points, shout out to Five Points. There you go. Yeah. So I went to that. Okay, yeah. Because no. I, I commented on their their um, their um uh, post earlier. Sure. They made that day saying this. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a little clip of their oh, music dope. video, and I was like, oh, this is hot. He's like, come through. And I was like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I stopped through, and I'm glad I did. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, those guys, man, they got they got some energy to them. Um, You know, it, it makes me proud as a Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. you know, to see my people f- flourish. You yeah, know, man. it's, man. It, and to be able talented. to meet them and get talk. Yeah. I talked to them after the show. We chopped it yeah. up. And then, you know, we go on our ways. Yeah. I've already said, you know, when your guy's ready, come on, let's get you on. Yeah, yeah. But um, they're talented. Man. They're talented. You they're know? really talented. They're focused. Um, I, So that's been, that's a continued highlight, right? So we, we got a chance to open up for Sean Paul this past, yeah. uh, you know, uh, this past Summerfest. That was a big highlight for us. We opened up um, for Lunai a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, I mean, last year was French Montana. I mean, you get to open up for French Montana yeah. as a local. You know what I mean? Uh, that goes to show how, like, hard they work and how such a, um, uh, how much we need to support, mm-hmm. you know, the local local act scene, uh, the local scene here. And um, there are great examples of like what you should do musically, your writing, your you, you know your style. Is, yep. You know they're trying to do it all, man. You know, and I, I think um, I have nothing but love for them. Um, you know, I sound like I'm not working with them. I, I'm no, working with yeah. them every but time I, mean, I say, you know, I mean, but they're yeah. like they're just continuing to work, and um, it's only uphill from here. Um, so like. Um, you know that's one of the that's one of the blessings being in radio too. Like if you're out there and you, you know that you have, uh, you're working hard and your music, sh- share it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out of you know nine times out of ten, somebody not gonna care or listen, but you're gonna catch that one yeah. that's gonna you know. And I want to be that one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I I'm glad I'm I was that one for them mm-hmm. to at least help them. And for sure, others on, yeah. onto their journey. Yeah, you know, and that every time I see you, you were some type of heavyweight man, like just musically. And and mm-hmm. I I get it, man. When you're in that culture, these are the people you know. You need to be pushing ahead because they mm-hmm. they preserve the art of music. They sure. you know what I mean. It just isn't uh, we just getting these hits on the no. It's it's more in depth with how they write their music. Sure, what they're like behind the scenes and. Yeah. You know, I I appreciate that. So, sure. you know, you're heavy influence in the music scene. Um, where do you see yourself? You. <laughs> hey, no, I, I I'm outsider looking in. The heavy influence I feel you have. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Wow, five years from now. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think uh, you know right now I'm the assistant program director at 88.9. Um, you know, obviously supporting the guys. Um, I'd love to be. You know, I'd love to still be their DJ. I love to, I'd love for them to like travel and um, and do some different things. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's that's where I see myself in five years. That's why I'm like you know I, I still rock with them. Yeah, I still support them. Um, you know, I, you know I don't want to be assistant program. I, I'd be I'd be kidding myself if I said I only want to be assistant program director mm-hmm. at a radio station. I want to be program director. I want to be station director. You know, I'd love to run a, a radio station in, in my future in five years knows you never know man you know what i mean um but i I think um that's that's one of the things that i love to do i love to be um yeah man five years jeez man i'm gonna be 52 in five years bro (laughs) 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 these are these are like these are like (laughs) these are like goals of uh and you know i I don't i don't give a shit about my my age or anything i make fun of that but these are like goals like i'm telling you man like 
I am really, I'm having a, just a blast at age 47. You know, I, this would have been nice doing this in my twenties. He's out here. Ima people. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I can only imagine, but I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that, man. You know, like I want to, I want to be able, you know, in five years from now, I want to still be able to rock. I want to still have the knees under me to hold my ass up. <laughs> I want to be playing, you know what I mean? You know? And all you young cats out there that want me, <laughs> want me to get the hell out of here. Yeah, not I mean, today. Not, not today, right? Not today. No, no, that's, 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 that is not on, hopefully that's not on anybody's mind. Not at all. Because I, I love doing this, man. I love seeing, you know, like even like some of the cats that uh, haven't been DJing, just coming back to it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, come back, man. You know, you got what it takes, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of music. You just got to stay consistent. You know, that's the thing. I feel, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, you know, through my journey, I've, I've felt like, you know, it doesn't matter yeah. when, where. If you have the drive within you, do it. Do it. The time is now. Yeah. And opportunity, like I said before the interview, it's not going to come to you. You yeah. have to work for it. Yeah. And that that's the one thing I know you know, and this is no ego. It's just within sure. my mind. I, I I've have found my success. Mm -hmm. I have found who I am, and I have found yeah. how to the drive and passion I have from within. So you know, right. I, I tell that to anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, they do it. Just yeah. do it. That Nike slogan is real. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Um, Absolutely, man. I think one of the things is is, um, and we talked about this. Um, off camera in terms of like consistency and you know and quality and i yep. I, I see what you're doing here and i you know i, I commend you yeah. but i think that's super important you know what i mean i've always i've always like pride myself on like a, at least minimally like if i'm gonna drop a set if i'm gonna yeah. drop a mix it's gonna sound great mm -hmm. it's gonna be good you know what i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be rocking yeah. you know what i mean and i've always i've always done that for so many years just like pride myself on that and you know, I've always like, um, you know, encourage people and and just try to be, um, uh, try to not influence people, but what is that? Uh, just be the example. Yeah, yeah. You know, just be the example, man. That's all you can really do in the long run. In the end, you can only be the example. Um, and that's where like hard work can, and it is yep. very cliche, but it, you know, but it's, it's true. the truth. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> hard work, consistency, and, uh, you know, stay humble too. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. That, that, that's the biggest yeah. thing, man. Don't be an asshole. Now, I, this is the most important. You're kind of running into it. What advice would you give to our youth? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Definitely. Like, if you're if you're an up and coming DJ, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Don't um, don't let anybody discourage you. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because I can be, I can be, and I know some some folks. They uh, they want to put uh, this like. Uh, this restr this restrictive uh, idea on on DJs like oh you shouldn't be DJing in the clubs at all right now you need to practice first blah 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 yeah blah. leave the kids alone let them be like, free let let them do what they're gonna do because they're gonna do what they're gonna do and I don't mm -hmm. mean kids I mean you know people yeah. young in the industry you know what I mean mm -hmm. guide them you know that's right I think w w the most important thing is is to guide them. Letting tell them, them tell come them that you come with you have to come with people with love though mm -hmm. you know what I mean you can't come all like side eye you know and For angry sure. like you know what I mean like this is what you got to do no like, this is what you nah. got you ain't doing right all these kids you know like the whole conversation about like rap today you know what I mean yep, yep. whatever yep. man <laughs> you know what I mean there was an interview I just saw like with a um, with Kevin Hart and uh, Dr Dre oh yeah uh, you know what I mean yep. like he was like. Like if you're, why are you mad at the young folks? To, you yeah. know what they're creating. Granted, <laughs> you know you may not like the music either, right? Yeah. But so what? At the like, end of the day, they're doing what they're, they're doing, doing, they're doing, and man. it's working. It's working know? for it's them. Working. You know? like, who cares, man? You know, yeah. I mean, I, and I give that same advice with DJs. Like, it, you know, if they want to start with technology, yeah. you know what I mean? Not everybody's gonna pick up a, a piece of vinyl. Yeah. Just not. That's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. We can't it's afford not, turntables yeah. anymore. When things are 600 700 bucks, man, yeah, you know. Man. You got a $1500 mixer that you need. And we're not doing that, man. You know, you got technology to yeah. utilize, you know. Especially coming into this industry <laughs> that I man, I'll tell you, man, yeah. I for the first time in life I believe in myself. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> that's great, man. And that's the thing is just believing in yourself and um and you know what? Surround yourself with people that uh, will encourage you. 
and um not to and not be fake with you in terms For of sure. like you know like oh that's great transparency no. is everything uh, transparency yeah. is everything you know when i dj or i hear a dj like yo you, that transition you you missed that that mm-hmm. was not a good transition. Think, think about how you can come at it this way, that way. Yeah. You know, how your blends are, your scratches, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. keep working. That's okay. You know what I mean? That's not negative. That, that doesn't come from a negative, you know? Yeah. It's you structured know? criticism. Yeah. And it's coming to. with love. You know what yeah, I mean? It's got to come with love. Yeah, yeah. Criticism um, is definitely, in my world, is still warranted. At my yeah. age, tell me what I'm doing wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm always gonna open yeah. to it for sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Well, I I appreciate you coming on, man. <laughs> yeah, um, man. I really respect your your influence in the community. Yeah, um, I really I feel it. you know what I mean. You embody you know Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Southeast Wisconsin. So yeah, yeah. thank you for giving me your time. And, yeah, and honestly, I'm a fan. I'll keep being <laughs> a fan. <laughs> thank and you. I can't wait to see where things take you. Who knows in the future? Yeah, man. We might have you try and have you back on. Yeah. Um, but um, super th- exciting, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you yeah. what you're putting on here. Yeah. Um, it was just a just a pleasure meeting you, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I got to meet you. And this thing you got going on is uh is a beautiful thing, and um you know continue to rock. And thank you for having me. All right, man. On that note, spearhead out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>